0: As I went down in the river to pray Studying about that good old way And who shall wear the starry crown Good Lord I went down in the river to pray, study, and. Wow, you're going to love Alison Krauss. Well, this is Frankly Speaking with Pastor Frank. I want to talk to us today about glory and beauty. You know, when God was giving Moses the plan for the, the garments of the high priest, he said in Exodus chapter 28, and you will make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. And you'll speak to all the skillful whom I have filled with the Spirit, that they may make Aaron's garments, consecrate him for my priesthood. And these are the garments that they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a coat, a checkerwork, a turban, a sash, and they'll make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons to serve as my priest. And they shall receive gold and blue and purple scarlet yarns and fine linen." And they'll make the ephod of gold, of blue, of purple, scarlet, yarns, and five linen, skillfully worked. And it'll have two shoulder pieces attached to the two edges so that it may be joined together. And the skillful woven band on it, it shall be made like of one piece of gold and purple, scarlet, yarns, and fine linen. And you'll make two onyx stones and engrave on them the name of the sons of Israel, six of the names on one stone and the names of the remaining six in the other stone, in the order of their birth. As the jeweler engraves signets, so shall you engrave the two stones with the names of the son of Israel. You'll enclose them in settings of fine gold, and you'll set the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, as stones of remembrance for the sons of Israel. And Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord for his two shoulders for a remembrance. He will bear the names on his two shoulders for a remembrance. This is a wonderful picture. This whole idea for glory and for beauty. The high priest garments, figurative of Christ. This is the, the high symbolism of the law. The high priest is a picture of Christ, who Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews in chapter 7 says he is our high priest, not after the order of man, but after the order of Melchizedek. He's the high priest that will serve forever in a higher order, never ending. And this picture of the two stones, onyx stones, the black stones, with our names written on them, six tribes on the left side, six tribes on the right, all the names written on his shoulders. What part bears the weight? And as Christ walks around, the, the, our sin has been placed upon him. It's such a wonderful, wonderful picture. And in Isaiah 9, we know the scripture it says, for unto us a child is born a son is given and the government will be on his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father and prince of peace we this is talking about Christ and the government being upon his shoulder he has shoulders that carry so much he carries our sin on his shoulder our names are written there it's a well, why you know it says for glory and for beauty the beauty of the high priest's garment was special. It was made to be special, it was made to give reverence and awe, and it was also made to give glory to God. You would look at it and it would be a glorious thing. And Christ came the first time without a whole bunch of glory and beauty. But carrying our sins on his cross gives him a unique place of glory and beauty because he, he carries us, he bears us, he cares about each one of us. It just didn't say the children of Israel. It didn't put half the tribes. It had every name, and your name is written on his shoulder. He's carrying the burden of it. He suffered for it. You know, it's something, I was looking at the, the crucifixion, And uh, all of the synoptics, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they tell a story that John doesn't. They all tell the story of carrying the cross. And when they laid the cross on him, how it went. John says they laid the cross on Christ. But Matthew, Mark, and Luke all tell the other side of the story. And it says in Luke 23 and 26, And as they led him away, they seized one Simon of Cyrene who was coming from the country and they laid on him the cross to carry it behind Jesus now if you just read that it would seem like they just put the cross right on him but Christ according to Mark John he was carrying the cross he was carrying but so beaten so weakened so so unable to even stand at a point that they they Compelled this one, Simon. They conscripted him. They drafted him. He wasn't a voluntary thing. They forced him to come and carry part of the cross. And he did just that. He took it and he helped and he carried part of it. We carry a cross, friends. We carry a cross. And like Jesus carried the cross, it's for glory and for beauty. Jesus would say many times, you, you, except you carry my cross, you must take this cross and carry this cross. But he carried the cross on him, he carried the heavier part. All we do is help. All we do is help, and we are blessed to be able to help it is a it is the graciousness of God that he gives us the opportunity to partake in helping because it's for glory and it's for beauty. He carries our load, but sometimes he lets us take a little bit. And you know why it's important? It's important because what we're going through right now, people ask, where is God? Where is he? You always hear the story, how come God lets this happen? If he's God, if he's in control, why all of this? For glory and for beauty, because God will be glorified in the end of all of this. And you know something, folks like to blame God for stuff that He had nothing to do with. He created a perfect world and put perfect people in it, and because we decided to go our own crooked way, there are consequences associated with that. And when we suffer them, you know, it's easy. Folks want to look at God and say, Where is God? God is right there. And you know what He's doing? He's holding on His two shoulders the blackness. On the stones with our names on it, carrying, burying the weight there all the time, right there for us, right there with us. Though we may have gone away, that has consequences, and, and we suffer those consequences all the time, yet He is there, and He carries us on His shoulders the whole time. And we can look at the synoptic accounts and say, yeah, this Simon of Cyrene, He was coming from a country, and they laid the cross on Him behind Jesus to carry it. But I'll tell you what, He carried the lighter part. He carried the lighter part. And it was his blessing to be able to carry it. I don't suppose for a minute to be able to understand or even especially to be able to explain all the things, all the suffering, all the hardship that we do go through. But I can tell you this. They're all in little black stones weighing down on the shoulders of our high priest. Christ, our eternal high priest, bears every ounce of the weight that you feel. Your name is written on that shoulder, and don't think for a moment that you're alone. He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and he loves you more than you love your, even your own self. The love that he has for us is, frankly, very undescribable. and he does it why? He does it for glory and for beauty. It is the glory of God that he loves us so, that he could love us so because it would be so easy to turn and just say they're not worth it. Because we're not. But he loves us through it all. And it is his beauty, his grace, that makes him hold up that side of the cross, that makes him go before us, that keeps us engraved right on not only the palms of his hands and the middles of his feet, not only engraved in the piercing of his side, but that we're ingrained on the stones that he carries on his shoulders, He bears our weight, he carries our load, and he says, come, take my yoke, for it's easy and it's light, because he's bearing our weight. Well, until next time, my friends, God bless.